Hello and welcome to this Life Changes podcast. You are now listening to one of our Sunday messages. If you'd like to know more about Life Changes, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Now lean in and enjoy. Thank you, um, Mark. Thank you so much. And I got dressed first. Yes, you um, did. <laughs> and then I found that he was wearing the same shirt as me. I don't know what happened there. But it's not because he's trying to copy me. He told me it wasn't. Um, yeah, I am, I am, it's wonderful to be here, and I'm very aware of the fact that um, there is some, there are some challenges, uh, nearly the first qu- question that people ask me when they, if, if they find out that you're a Christian, most people know you're a comedian, because that's usually how you meet them, um, they want to see if you're, you're insane, um, yeah. but, but then, they, then you, if they find out that you're a Christian, it really is a challenge, you know. That's what I found. Uh, they say, you're a Christian. I say, yeah, 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 I am. And then they go, ah. <laughs> how, how does that work, really? You know, how can, you know, it's like, you know, Christian, I don't know what people think, like, you're like some sort of a, uh, I don't know, you know. Anyway, so I, I, I thought I'd get that out the way to start with and just give you my take on this thing so that, you know, you don't have to ask, ask me afterwards. Because I've actually got to go somewhere else, I believe. Now, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a bit like, you know, playing rugby. Just say you get, you know, are, are, are rugby players evil? Not all, not all, not all are. It's quite a violent game, though, hey. I mean, you think, who, who put, who, where did the rules for this game come from? I don't know. But, like, we, we love watching it. It's actually great, actually. But, um, like, Bucky's Boto or um, It's a Beth, you know, it looks like he ate a whole human. And then, you know, I've seen these guys up real, in real life. I mean, they, they're gargantuan, you know, and, and their job is that he's the number four. He's the enforcer, right, on the rugby field. His job is to literally stop people and intimidate people, and, and that's his job, and we respect him for it. Okay. What he doesn't do so much is sort of tackle pensioners at spa, you know what I mean? Like, like you know, does that make sense? Does that sort of make sense? So, so... So, because there's, there's a time and a place for the game, yes? So the time and the place for the game is when he's playing rugby, not at spa, okay? So when people walk up to you and say, hey, you just tell people to wake up in this, I say, no, I'm just some normal oak, I'm just trying to, you know, buy groceries here. I'm not funny, I'm, I don't want to try and be funny, actually, because I know that there's, there's a time and a place for everything, you know? And, and I mean, so that, but, but at the same time, that is also who I am. I am, and I, I, you know, I, I'm Irish uh, by birth. Um, I come from a very musical family, which is, which you'd think would be good. It, it is um, mostly. Um, any Irish people here? Can I say I'm born in Ireland? Any Irish? Yes. Are you uh, are you born in Ireland? Oh, that's okay. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bunch of crazy people. I mean, I, I am one. They're bunch crazy, all crazy, uh, but it's great. And and I come from that line. Uh, uh, I have I've I've Four children. I'll bring a photo up now. It's a, it'll take a bit of describing. Now you can bring the first uh, slide up there. Uh, that's my family, believe it or not. This is, you might, there's a small challenge in the middle. Don't worry, we'll talk about this now. That's the, oh, this is this is not how they normally look. I mean, you know that. They still take a photo, and then after it's like, oh, I told you, I don't want to. Like, you know, it's a big fight, but we you so battle to get a photo where everyone looks okay. You know. Anyway, that's them. Now, now I am very aware of of. I used to say, having spent no time in theological college, you know, that being invited up here as a comedian is a challenge. Um, I am actually studying theology at the moment, just so you can rest a little bit easier. 
I'm just beginning and I realize that it's like, it's like just learning how much I don't know. But um, I am aware of bad evangelism, you know, or bad preaching. You know, the Oaks who are like, you know, the guy with the mic, you repent, you know, sucker. You know those guys? You know, they, they just, they love those scriptures. At the end of days, there'll be great wailing and gnashing of teeth. I always think of some old lady, I don't have any. I don't have any teeth. Teeth will be provided. I don't know. You know, we'll give you some. You know what I mean? I'm aware of that. I'm aware that people have done a bad job in this area, maybe through good intention, but often not through good intention. Often it just seems like they're on a power trip and they're trying to tell you stuff that seems wrong. And I'm aware that I may be stepping into that zone. The good news is I have notes. In my game, comedy game, if you have notes, you don't get paid. <laughs> but I'm not getting paid, so I can bring notes here. <laughs> and believe me, you want, you want me to have notes, so it's awesome. Um, um, okay, so, that's, that, so I have notes. Um, uh, uh, but aware, I'm very aware. I mean, you know, Gary, Gary from the Bluff, I did a show called The Happy... <laughs> you laugh late, but it's still fine. Um, <laughs> You know, it's like that guys who give you the, you know, because Jesus was cross, he had to die on the cross, and then um, God made this lady pregnant with his immaculate contraption, <laughs> and then he walked through the walls, and you're just like, oh, Lord, please don't. You know what I mean? I know you're trying to be helpful, but sometimes that's not helpful. And if you're arriving here, and you don't normally go to church, and just give us a gap in church culture, because, you know, we understand. It, it, every church has its own vibe its own uh, community, and it may seem a bit strange, but just give us a bit of time, you know? Once you get used to it, you realize the intentions are good. You know, uh, when I first went to church, literally, it, it was a big church. My wife invited me, I'll tell you about that later, and literally it was like, I had to meet like a whole lot of, ah, how are you? Whoa, hey, way. You know, you only get invited because you, you, know, you heard there was prophets there. <laughs> Check the spelling. All right, now, um, <laughs> You know, it's like you have to shake everyone's head, but like, you remember that old, um, <laughs> slow it back. Anyway, um, you, um, you know, you, you're not used to that. I, I wasn't used to it. I just want to try to sneak in, you know, see what's going on and sneak out. But it felt like gladiators. Remember that old program, Gladiators, where you had to bust through all the people to get to the end? I, 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 wow, just shake everyone's head. I was just trying to get inside. And you know, you, anyway, you sit down and then they start singing the music and then you don't know any songs. You know what I mean? But the, but the words are up. So you have to sing, yeah. but the, also the, it's a bit like karaoke, but the dot, the dot, <laughs> the dot doesn't move, you know, you're like, ah, just, it's, anyway, it's, very, it's, it's, it's hectic, I, I'm so aware of our, our church culture, if, you're not aware, if you don't know it, you arrive, it is a culture shock, and I think inside the church, we need to be aware of that, and, and just say, if outside, that w- Please give us a chance. You know, once you get to know us, you, you might like. You might like us. You might. We hope. Um, um, anyway, who am I? I'm, I'm Irish. I have four children. I do have ADDs. I have learned to control that. I did mention that earlier. So I do get easily distracted. You were saying earlier. I, I, yesterday I climbed, oh, this is an ADD moment, I climbed Table Mountain with my daughter. She wanted to. And then she said, that was tiring. And then she said, let's also climb down. So then I climbed down. Have you, has anyone done that recently? Yeah. <laughs> And then I climbed it again this morning on, my, on the way to the toilet. Um, <laughs> you know, 
just trying to get there. It was oh, you know, everything was screaming with pain. Anyway, so if I look like I'm, 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 I'm something wrong with me, it's just I, I, my legs aren't working. <laughs> See, I, I believe in authenticity in, in, a, in a community of believers. I, I think that if we're not authentic, we're not in the game, you know. Now, by that, I don't mean celebrate your weirdness. I don't mean that. But try and find out who you are and where your gifts are. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm not, no, because people, you know, show me, show me someone who's not weird. I'll show, I'll show you someone you don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get to know people. Yeah. Because let me tell you, you get to know them, you'll find out they're pretty weird. Not in all ways, but they'll have areas of strength and they'll have areas where they're not as strong, you know? And that's me. I'm, I'm one of those people. And I've learned to try and get to know wh- what, I'm, what I am better at. You know, you don't want me as a bank teller. You know, what? I'm a, I don't want to hear about your, uh, you know, hurry up, just give me the paper. You know, our ADD moment, you know, I can't hear those long stories. My husband wasn't here because he's sick and a pensioner. I want to talk to someone. That would frustrate me, so I know don't do it. And, you know, whatever, I, I, I'm not good at maths. But, <laughs> so being true to who you are is... I think it's vital. I wanted uh, my scripture today, uh, I want to just bring it up on the screen because this is maybe the center of, if you don't mind, I'd like to just, something that I feel is put on my heart and I'll share it with you. Uh, Let's just read it together, if you don't mind, I'll I'll read it from the screen. Uh, This is from Two Kings. Most of you know this story, it's a very famous story in scripture. So one night the king of Aram sent a great army with many chariots to surround the city. All right. Oh, there's a W in there, don't know where that came. So... (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't think that's part of the original, don't worry. <laughs> let's, let's use what we got. Okay. Okay, that's in twice. Okay. He sent a great army with many chariots to surround the city. When the servant of the man of God got up early in the morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. Don't be afraid, afraid, don't be afraid, it's also not really a word. Elisha told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open up his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened up the young man's eyes and when he looked, he saw that the hillside around Elisha was filled with horses and chariots of fire. Hey, don't we love, we love these stories in the Bible. You know, we, we said, we looked, chariots of fire. Boom. Thanks for coming. Take that. Sucker. That's the God. You know, that's, that's, that's what we want. Hey, God, I've got a challenge, and it's done. Thanks for coming. Boom. Now, that's the central message. But I, I, funny that this place was a place called Dothan in the Bible. And I, I, just by chance, I realized there's another place, that, that, that the same place, Dothan, is an, a, a place where something else very interesting happened in that place, and that was, uh, I'll, I'll just read you a, f- a few lines, it's where um, Joseph was sold into slavery, it was in Dothan, um, uh, it says, uh, the man told him, they have moved on, he's gone, he's gone to look for his brothers, uh, Joseph has, he says, they have moved on from here, but I heard them say, let's go to Dothan, so Joseph followed his brothers to Dothan and found them there, and if you know this, it's a very long story of, of, of Joseph, but his brothers were they didn't like him very much because it was favoritism in the family. Very complicated family structure. Uh, uh, the father, I, I think, in many ways, didn't do a great job with his sons. Made it very clear that some were more important than others. And uh, there, was a toxic, there was a toxic environment in the family. They actually hated each other. And they, they grabbed him and they sold him into slavery. And then 
for years and years and years and years, you see Joseph who knew God, he knew the God of his fathers, just going from suffering to suffering to suffering to suffering in the same place. Okay. So just hold on to those two ideas for a second. I'd like to tell you my, some of my story and how I'm standing here talking today. I grew up, I, 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 I had an experience with God when I was about nine. I, I, I actually committed my, my life to Jesus in a camp. I got home, it, it wasn't received well by my family, you know. They thought, and I understand that, 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 that a bit of a, could it be a cult and someone was trying to, you know, blab, you know that story. Oh, no, watch out. You know, just now you'll be moving off to some other town and working slave labor. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Look, I don't want to go into that, but I understood that. But so what I did is I put my faith underground and I, I sort of just, I couldn't deal with it actually. I didn't have the strength. I didn't, but I always sort of believed in God. Maybe not in the way religious people did, but I thought God was real and blah, blah, blah. So I, I, I worked quite hard. I, I, I overcome some some uh, learning challenges, went to university, uh, studied drama, got involved in drama, started doing comedy, met my wife, she's she shame, I only married her because I felt sorry for her, not ki- uh, just kidding, <laughs> no, 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 she's, I, got a go- I honestly got a gorgeous wife, I got so lucky, if you make them laugh for long enough, you can m- marry them before they, they realize, okay, <laughs> uh, that's sort of a joke, write that down, all right, now, um, you know, but um, all good, blah, blah, blah. I had a, my first daughter, Kaylee, who's actually here studying uh, uh, at university at the moment in Cape Town. And then I had my, 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 two years later, I had my second daughter, Holly. And um, I was in uh, somewhere, at a, I was down in the Eastern Cape, actually uh, Mossel Bay, I think. I was doing a, something at the Barnyard Theater there, I was doing a show. And on the way home, I arrived back, and my wife wasn't there to pick me up. And I thought this was weird. And eventually I phoned home. She just said, get home, get home. It's been a terrible, a terrible accident. I got home to find out that um, in the driveway, my, the car had rolled back and rolled over my, my baby girl. And she was killed. Yeah. Um, in fact, both kids were in the car. The, well, this is as far as you can make out. The two girls tried to get out. My elder daughter was trying to get the baby out. And somehow in that hole, the car was rolling, and the baby was killed. The wheel actually went over her. Now, for those of you who have lived through anything like that, you'll know that you, you, one day you're on Earth, as you know, the next moment you're literally on, on another planet. You know, you're on Mars. You don't know, you're trying to function, you, 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 but you're battling. Are you... Just like everything, I, I, I had this feeling that my, 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 other, my daughter was feeling guilty. She was asking me questions like, was it my fault? Did I do it? You know? My two-year-old. So like, my brain just went, you know, like, you just, I just forced myself to function. I said, I won't lose my whole family in a day, you know? My wife was broken. She started smoking again. I, you know, I didn't, she, you know it was just like, I just got back and it was just chaos. And in that grieving moment, I just realized we had to do, start now with putting plans in place, you know, psych, you know and, uh, family therapists and people talk. It's just like you just start functioning because you have to. And, but Lisa went straight to Jesus, you know. She just prayed. And at the moment when, when our baby was dying, she was praying, and, and she felt that God spoke to her, you know. 
And although she was in a terrible state, she had this sense of like, I could just see she was surrounded by something. That was very, very weird. Me, I was functioning. You know, it's got to be like that, and we're going to do this, and you know, a man. You know, take action. Let's go. Ha-ha. You know? So over the next six years or so, I, I started managing my grief. Because if those of you have been in deep grief, you'll know that you don't function. So you say, I can't go down there. I can't spend days in that place where I can't think. So you, you can force yourself to sort of say, I won't. I will not descend into that place. I won't hear a sad song. I'll stop it. I'll push it. I'll push pause on the, you know, I'll stop that. But what happens is when you, when you start managing the lower part of your, yourself, the, the depression, you sort of cut off. If, just say there's a heartbeat in a graph. When you cut off the bottom half, you also cut off the top half. So what happens is you get this very straight line, emotionally dead, do the right thing. You still understand there's good and bad, but you just have no connection with it. Right. So seven... Six, six and a half years later, I had uh, another son, um, another daughter. I was doing well, but I was just dead inside. Lisa, Lisa was going to church, and was, I thought it was quite boring where she was going. But anyway, <laughs> just want to put that out there. Um, because, it, you know, whatever, God has his own timing. Anyway, Lisa, kids are going to another church. You should come. They're loving it. And, you know, it's, it's really nice. I was in the bath. And then she said, and also, you know, they've done this research on children and parents going to church or believing in God. He says, if the mom goes to church, kids will see it as a hobby. If the father goes to church, even twice a year, they'll see that as maybe something to consider. I don't know where she got that research from. <laughs> but it felt like it was pretty aimed at me, you know what I mean? So I said, no, I'll come. I'll come to church. So I arrived there and arrived there. It was a, a, very much a church, like a community church, uh, lights, something. And I was just like, oh, you know, the, the, you know, the offering baskets going around. I'm with dinosaur arms. Yeah, like, oh, carry on, carry on. You know, you know, you know. They, they, they want my money. You know what I mean? You know, all these normal, you know, oh, they all, you know, whatever. I would, you know, all those stories you hear. But hey, they just nothing made sense. The pastor looked like a bouncer. The, you know, it was like, who, who put that guy? And, and, and people, no one, if they were putting a show together, these are all the wrong people. You know, you know what I'm saying? I mean? It's like, who, who, who cast this thing? Because it seems wrong in a movie. Anyway, so, yeah, but then it was intriguing because there was definitely something happening. And back, back. Eventually, I'm the first to open the car. Come on, kids. We're going to be late for church. Come on, come on. So we get to church. And then one day I was sitting in a church and I had this encounter with. You know, whether I say either I had a, a moment of psychosis or God, you know. And I had this picture of myself. You know, like you've had a car accident and then you see in the movie and the car's gone over the cliff, but the guy fell out the car and he's hanging on to like a branch or a root. Have you seen those? Somewhere? And then he's always hanging. But that was me. I actually saw myself. And I could see I was so tired, you know. I was exhausted. And then I had this thought, heard a voice. I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm not prepared to tell if it was actually an audible. felt like a voice, but... It could have just been a thought. And, and the voice said, let go. I, w- I will catch you. And this is not during a, this is a moment, put up your hand, mom. you understand? This was not a, no, everyone come to the front. It was just a moment, okay? And then I had this conversation. I said, no, Lord, if you, it's just God. If, if you're not real, if I let go, I'm going to shatter into a million pieces, you know? Just said, you let go. So that day I just said, all right, Lord. No, no prayer, 
no offense, he just, okay, I'm trusting, I'm, here goes, Jesus, I just went, I let go, and, and truly, I, I felt life return, I felt, I find I was able to cry, I was able to weep, you know, I was able to, because nothing, you think that joy is a problem, not feeling joy, not feeling sorrow is a worse problem. To not feel for people, not have empathy, not feel sadness is a tragedy, you know. Anyway, so in the midst of this, I, then, and then I'm I, I on fire, you know, Jesus, just like life returned. And um, in, the, in the middle of this, a young lady had come to uh, visit us. She was actually the granddaughter of the lady who was actually working at that time in my home as a nanny, because we work at night, so we needed actually full-time care. And uh, she fell pregnant, young lady. She had a, a, a small a child called Fiona. And it was around the same time that I'd, we had lost our, our daughter. And my wife was, she was in, she was in such distress. She said, please, I don't mind, but the child can't stay here for now. I just can't see a baby, you know. I, she said, I, I don't, please don't take this wrong, but if I see a baby, I just can't manage. I can't, I want to have that baby, you know. She said, no, of course, of course. So it was well, but actually funny enough, about a year later, because she was unwed and that was the only relative that she, she had, uh, the baby came one holiday season and then she was always poking her little baby, poking her head around the corner. Oh, she's here. And then eventually she didn't leave. I said, oh, it's still here. Okay, well... Okay, well, let's, you know, and, and maybe you need to go to nursery school. Let's go to school, school and, and, and she can't stay there. Where's she sleeping? She's sleeping with you, uh, Gogo. She says, oh, Mom, cool, we got, we, she needs a bit of space. Let's, so then I've had my youngest daughter, so she, we put another bed, and she slept there. and said, fine, fine. Just sort of got on with life, you know. And this little child grew up alongside us. And, and I mean, you love it. You really see, you just see this child every day, but you, you realize that child is not your child, you know. And, and so, because even though parents are gone or whatever, try and encourage, encourage. A few years later, her father died. And this is a long story, please forgive me, but it'll make sense in a minute. Her father died, and she, she didn't know him very well, but we tried to encourage the connection they tried to. And my, my eldest daughter lined me up with all the other kids, came one day to me, and I was doing something, and she, all beside me, Kaylee, and she was about nine, says, Dad, Fiona's very upset. I said, Yeah. She said, her dad died. I said, I know. She said, she's very upset. I said, I, I know, and I'm sorry. She says, I've told her not to worry. Oh, I just didn't like where this was going. <laughs> I said, oh, why? She said, I've told her you'll be a dad. <laughs> like all sitting there like this. <laughs> Sometimes God is so beautiful, you know. He, he takes it out of your hand. Not, not, not that I had any right to that child. I didn't have any right to that child. I had no... God said, in spite of you having no power, be the father. In, in spite of the fact that the court comes and says, you kind of be the father. So she says, she says, okay, love, I'll be your father. You can call me dad. Is that all right? She says, no, that's great. She loved that. So then we carried on. A few years, a few years later, her mother, and I must just tell you, her mother was an incredible woman. In, I must give her honor. In, in a terrible situation, she did her best for her daughter incredibly well. She, 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 when she had time, she was with her. She, she celebrated her. She, um, and the last thing, she, she, we, we, I, when I spoke to her, she actually passed away. Her it was so terrible. And she said to me, 
we, I was dropping her off somewhere. She was going back to, uh, she was doing social work at uh, area. She said, thank you for what you're doing with my daughter. That's the last word. I said, oh, it's such a privilege, you know. And then she died. And then there was no more relatives, except for a great-grandmother. So by this stage, she was a, now a teenage girl, you know, Fiona. So I went to Gogo, and I said, Gogo, can we, do you mind? Can we, can we start? She's very elderly. I said, can you mind? Can we go through, start doing the procedures of, of a f official adoption? Because she's been, we're the only parents she knows. Gogo said, beautiful. And if any, is anyone adopted here? Can I see is anyone? Adoption is a challenging Okay, it's challenging. It's very challenging, but I think it's great. There's a lot of obstacles on your way, but it teaches you what you, you know, easy come, easy go, you know. It took us a long time to, and with a lot of prayer and a lot of uh, people just saying, God moving, because you don't get to choose your child, eh? You know, you want to adopt a child, we'll give you one. But, so anyway, eventually Fiona, is, we have adopted that child, and, and um, she's just blossoming, and, and, and she's the ch God is so... What he's doing, you don't even, I wasn't even aware of it. We're not colonialists, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm Christians, we're not colonial. We don't go around saying, ah, yes, I'll have a child, and uh, I'm not Madonna, you know what I mean? You know, we, it's, it's like, no, I, I've got enough children, you know. I mean, I'm an actor, and I've got, now I've got four children I've got to raise. But God says, don't worry, this is the blessing, you know. And the child that was lost, and another child is found, and it's not where you're looking, because God usually doesn't come where you're looking. Yeah. And this is my daughter. I just want to show you a picture of her. That's what she looks like. Uh, she's now 16 and she's doing so well. That's actually quite a low-cut top. Sorry about that. But uh, <laughs> I don't let any of the boys see that. I tell you, the boys are like, I'm just like, they don't know I'm a dad. So I'll be walking over like, I'll say, hey. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like a secret, I'm like a secret agent. Take that off, Shane. That, I realize it's covered up there. Anyway. Okay. Guys. Maybe the most, we don't have time, I'm talking too much. I want, to, I want to draw something for you. People talk about salvation. What is salvation? What does it look, why, why is it important? What is salvation? All right, I'm going to draw a quick grow up here because this is the, only, the way I, I learned it. All right, I don't know if you've seen this idea where we're on this side. And, okay, that's a person, not everyone, obviously. <laughs> I could draw a little, little stomach there. Okay, and um, <laughs> some, bit, some people are a little bit, not stick figures. Anyway. <laughs> And, and God, I want, God is, I just draw a crown, we don't know what God looks like, and, he's, and there's this gap, and sin, eh? sin has created this gap, this, 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 there's a gap, but it's the long, you can see it's a long um, drop, <laughs> long drop, long drop, between us, right? <laughs> now, before you know Jesus, you think, no, no, I can do it, you know, I can do it, I can, watch here, Woo! I, I can just go, uh, run up, straighten the long drop. So you realize, actually, I'm not doing that well. If I was a better person, if I was, a bit self-improvement will do it. So you think, oh, I, I am, I'm going to become vegetarian. Vegetarian, okay. Because, you know, the way they treat those animals is shocking. I've had enough. I am, I'm going to be more present with everyone. I'm going to be, go to every kid's part, kids, kids' parties. And sport, whatever. I'm going to be at kids' parties. I'm going to be the only dad there. Whew, I'm going to talk about waxing. going to be awesome. Okay. <laughs> so what you do is you think, right, I will, I'll make like this trampoline of little springs of all these good things. It's going to help me across there. 
You know what I mean? And so you think, ah, run up, hit the trampoline. <laughs> it's worse, you just have an accident at a higher speed, really. Right? And, and then some people say, actually, I, I'm, I'm not even here. I'm not even here. If I was honest, I'm not here. I am actually down here. That's how I feel. I'm, I'm swimming down here, but I'm not as bad as the other guy down here. <laughs> because this guy, woo, you know, hey, and he, uh, and I am, and you know, but I, 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 you know, you got, you, you got a log. He doesn't. <laughs> You know, your log may look like a nice house, nice wife, children, you know, a Ferrari, you name it, yeah? He, he got, you got that and he doesn't, so you better. Ha! <laughs> you, you in the long drop, pal. You're just getting used to the smell. Okay. All right, so, so, uh, let's just, okay, so, what, what, the salvation idea, what Jesus does that we can't do, Jesus, on the, I'll just draw a picture of the cross here. Because what Jesus does by, by being on the cross is that he obviously builds this bridge across this, this long drop, right? And um, we, get to travel, we get to travel into God's presence. Now, really understanding the fullness of what that means, I don't think it's a day event. It may start in a day, but I, I think that becoming the, the best version of yourself, however God sees you, because you're still going to be you, takes some time. Okay, that's my own. Um, theologically, you can, you, can, you can chastise me later, but that's how it feels generally, that people get to know who you are. You don't even know who you are when you start. We need new eyes to see. All right. And, uh, and if you're down here, the good news, you can just grab on there and monkey clump up to the top. Up, actually, let's, let's do it in red. Yeah, that'll be good. I, I like to do like a little shower here because, you, you know, you get washed clean. By the blood. Did you also find that weird when you heard you get washed clean by blood? I was like, eh, I don't know how that moves. <laughs> but, but you do. You do get washed clean. It makes sense while you trust it. Then it starts to, you, you, it's, it's like it, the DNA is washed. Yeah. You know, something deep inside. It's not a surface washing. It's something that goes right down. And, and, and God is as patient as you, as, 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 with you. You know, he'll, he'll take what you give him, eh? He's so kind. He won't force your hand. He, he won't. And you don't even know what you, you think, I've surrendered. No, you haven't. Well, I know, I, I, you know, I'm still learning that. And I'm just going to do a little railing here, like a little, like it's a railing. Because so many people wait till they're so old to cross that thing, you know. <laughs> like an insurance policy at the end, where we're going to live now, you know. Meanwhile, life is here. Life is in this, life is in grace. This whole thing is called, it's grace. It's knowing Jesus, knowing him. And in him, we get to interact with a world which is so much better than, than, than this gray world. No matter how good you think it is on your own, it's not that good, guys. That's what I know. God has a better one. It may not seem at a time. It may not seem at, a t at the time. And, and I want to talk about what Joseph. A lot of people think, you, and you don't know, I'm, I've, I've got depression. I've got fun. I'm broke. I'm, you don't know what's happening. So this is all great, but I'm, I'm holding on by a thread. That's what Joseph thought. He thought God is not hearing. But God was at least as redemptive in that situation of a family completely broken that needed to heal and, and without forcing people's hands and to knit together. He needed the time. And at the same time, he was, he was saving their lives and creating a new, a, a, a new um, 
community, completely a new way of thinking about God. All that was happening while he was in jail. And you understand? So if you feel like you're in jail, please, my, my prayer is that you'll know that God is involved with this at the moment. The, the last thing, and I'm going to move this out the way that I, I want to bring up, is this. It's, it's my favorite scripture. So you're going to just bring it up there? Thanks. I am the way, the truth, and the life. You've heard that. I heard that a million times when I was growing up. Because, you know, it's a bit like kittens and footprints and, you know, the two footprints and the one and then the two, you know, it's like, I can't, you know, you just get over-Christianized, you know, you, you don't see it because it's in front of you. But Jesus, I didn't, what I thought was, I am the way, the truth, and the life. This is very profound, and, and, but for me, when I was growing up, I am the way, the truth, and the life, it's like a small thing. Whereas God is saying, no, it's, it's massive. The life is it just goes on, and I've got plans, and, and you don't know about them, and you don't see them now because you don't have the eyes to see. And God says, well, through Elisha, he, he, what does he say? He says, there are more on our side. Yeah. Are you aware of that? Yeah. Whatever you're facing, there are more on our side because God is with us. Good. Okay. And if you leave with nothing, that's maybe the most important thing. Believe it. Yeah. Where are you? There's more on your side. There's more on your side. Okay. Do you mind if, can I pray, can I pray with us before we finish and hand over to people who actually know what they're doing? <laughs> Lord, Jesus, I pray that you would give us the eyes to be able to see, just see some of how big you actually are. How much bigger you are than any of our problems. And it's not about that. It's about a life you're calling us into, you know. <laughs> That's round number one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord, you made us with a sense of humor, that we can laugh as a community, Lord. Thank you that the people here will find their place, that we don't have to be one type of person who looks like the pastor or the cousin, that we have been made, designed specifically to fit together in a way that represents you. Thank you, Lord. Give us the courage, give us the faith to walk towards that. Not to be carbon copies of someone we think is, is holy or, Lord, we are holy if you say so. Lord, we thank you for this time. I thank you for the opportunity to be here and just speak of your glory. Please let us know, fill us now with an understanding of how much you love us and what great plans you have for us. We pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen.